0: This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page.
1: To Fiddler's Sunday. Didn't they do a great job the first half hour? We have uh, quite a number of visitors with us from as far away as British Columbia. And is anybody farther than that? We're so glad to have two of our own. Is anybody further? Oh. Uh, Anybody, well, I know most of you are from the province. Anybody from beyond uh, Perth, McDonald's Corners, Elfin, or Snow Road? There's quite a few. Wonderful. Well, I know where you're from, Rocky. Well, it's so nice to have each one of you here today, and I trust you'll enjoy the the service. It'll be a little... Uh, what I'd call unconventional but I'm going to enjoy it because I've never been to fiddler Sunday but it's off to a wonderful start so thank you all of you for your your talent and your gifting I love fiddle I really do I am have a brother-in-law who's a fiddler and he would have loved to have been here today but he's not he's really not really well so uh, he still does a bit of entertaining and seniors homes in Ottawa but he's back in hospital again and uh, not doing very well so we'll keep Don Draper is his name and he's played up here years ago when he was younger and had a few hair a bit of hair (laughs) he's lost it all anyway thank you very much for coming Uh, there's a there's Bella has a birthday Bella how old are you now what? How old are you? Seven. Seven. Wow. Well, I think we ought to sing Bella Happy Birthday. And there's somebody else, too. Harvey. Who? Harvey. Harvey. Harvey, yes. That's right. He's got a birthday, too. Harvey Jackson. I just gave him his card. Who else?
2: Joan
1: Jackson. Oh, Joan. Yes. I just found that out this morning. Did you not fill out one of those cards? Good grief. How do you expect me to keep up? (laughs) Okay, let's sing happy birthday to them all. Bella and (coughs) Harvey and Joan.
3: They to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to to Joan and Harvey and Bella. Happy Happy birthday.
1: Great. I think it's great to have birthdays. Melanie tells me that uh, she's going to tell us how old she is to the whole congregation when uh, she has her birthday because it's coming up in the next week. I'm kidding. Uh, but anyway, it's good to have all these birthdays. I love birthdays. My wife celebrated her and she doesn't mind telling her age because I'm going to soon be there too. Uh, She celebrated her her 68th yesterday, and uh, our children are all home, so uh, she's having a great time making them a big breakfast, and I don't get to enjoy it. What a bummer, eh? Well, there you go. Well, we want to welcome you, and the call to worship is very short, but it gets to the point really quick. And so I will be your leader, and you will be the people of God. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice in it. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for wonderful music. Gifts that you have given to all of those that will be participating this morning. There are so many of, of the, 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 the people of, of God that are part of our congregation that are so talented and we give you thanks for that. And we ask, Lord, that today you will just uh, really bless each one that has come. May we have joy as a result of uh, the participation of the musicians and those that are here today to, uh, to be involved in the service. We ask you now that you would forgive our sins and cleanse us from anything we've done wrong, that we may walk in newness of life through Christ our Lord who taught us to pray. That when we confess our sins, our Savior and Lord is prepared to forgive us and to cleanse us from anything and everything we've done wrong. Blessed be his holy name. In your hymn books, number 675, Precious Lord, written by Tommy Dorsey. somebody. Say hi to them. If you don't know their name, So I'm, we're, we're going to let the kids go downstairs, so, but I'm asking them to come up here first, okay? So um, all the kids, come on down. There we go. Wow. I, I hear you had a great experience this week. What was it? Anybody, can anybody tell me what you did this week? I went to school. You went back to school. Did everybody go back to school? If all except, did you go back to school? Did you go to
4: school?
1: No. <laughs> Not didn't get a chance to go this year. He's staying at home. He's staying at well, it's really nice that you're back at school, and we're going to pray that that uh, Jesus helps you to live your light and shine your light before everyone that's in school. All right? So they'll know there's something special about you. Right? Okay, let's pray. Thank you, Lord and God, our Father, for these wonderful children that you bless McDonald's Corners with. And we ask, Lord, that you'd be with them, that your spirit would... Guide their young little lives so that they will serve you all their days. We pray now as they go down to Children's Church that you would be with them, be with the teachers, Lord, and keep your hand upon them. Because, Lord, they are yours. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you. You can go down now to Children's Church and have some fun yourselves. Oh, to have that energy. (laughs) Well, it says that I'm supposed to be reading the scriptures from 1 John 1 to 5 and then 13 to 15. And, you know, as a preacher, you can change your mind. That's a wonderful thing. Now, actually, the same words are being repeated, and I would have used it as a call to worship this morning. But um, I'm going to be reading from the message, that's the translation into the contemporary language, it's uh, really well done. And uh, the late uh, Dr. John Peterson, who was a professor of mine, uh, he was an American but came up to Canada to teach. Uh, I had the privilege of taking the Psalms from him. And of course he actually speaks, is able to articulate in the Hebrew language as well as the Greek. And uh, so he was a treat. Now he didn't do any Greek when I was uh, when under when I was under his 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 ministry as a teacher. But uh, he did the Psalms, and he, so he did it from a Hebrew understanding. One of the most intelligent men I've ever met in my life, and one of the most uh, uh, gifted that I have ever met. Well, um, I'm reading from Psalms one because it says the same thing as. Does Genesis say the same thing and also first John chapter chapter one? Uh, but Psalms one says it well how well God must like you. You don't ha- hang out at sin saloon, you don't slink along dead end roads, you don't go to smart mouth college. Instead you thrill to God's word. You chew on the scriptures day and night. You're like a tree replanted in the Garden of Eden, bearing fresh fruit every month and never dropping a leaf, but always having blossoms. You're not at all like the wicked, who are mere wind-blown dust, without defense in court, unfit company for innocent people. God charts the road you take. And the road that the wicked take is skid row. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts today. this time we're going to have our first uh, special music with Fiddler Paul Gibbon. Uh,
2: Saturday night.
1: Thank you so much. I want to leave with you a couple of thoughts today, and it's regarding this whole element or this whole area of character. And you're all wondering where I'm going to go with this. We are what we are, or are we? Or are we? You know, some of us just think, uh, that we're just the way we are and that's all there is to it. Take me the way I am or don't take me at all. And there's a lot of people who think that way. And I have to say that's a, that's a rather uh, refreshing way of living life because then you, you don't worry about whether or not you offend anybody as long as people accept you the way you are. But I, I want to leave you with a thought regarding this whole element of character, Uh, Tennyson wrote a poem called Elysses. And he says in it, though much is taken, much continues to be. And that which we are, we are. And I've added, or are we? Well, there's an interesting story about, about a boy who came home from school with a, a report card that wasn't very complimentary. As a matter of fact, it was down, downright disastrous. His father brought the subject up at the dinner table that evening, and the boy's response was quite resourceful, I might add. He said, Dad, we have a problem here, right? What do you think? Is it primarily environment, or the environment that's caused me to be like I am Or is it hereditary? (laughs) Character is really the fruit of personal choice. Did you know that? You can develop your character because you have help. And as Christian believers, that help is the Holy Spirit. Now, of course, Presbyterians don't know what to do with the Holy Spirit. Come to think of it, there's a lot of Anglicans don't know what to do with the Holy Spirit. Some Baptists don't know what to do with the Holy Spirit. But Presbyterians are downright dumbfounded when it comes to the person of the Holy Spirit. And, and understandably so. Lutherans have a terrible time with him. They don't know what to do with him. But the fact remains that when you are baptized, and I'll bet you any money, all of you have been baptized. In some church. When you have been baptized, the reality is that the Bible tells us that we are then given the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we have some resources to draw on, all of us. Every single person here has resources to draw upon that you have control over. Uh, this always gets interesting. Interesting. The fact is that character is my choice, it's not inherited from my parents, it's not an appendage of birth or wealth or talent or your station in life, but it's the result of our own endeavours, it is the result and reward of good principles sown in the course of a lifetime of honourable action, so J.W. Dawes says. And for those who may not know who J. W. Dawes is, he's a good Presbyterian. <laughs> but I never heard of him before a couple of weeks ago. Well, the fact is that we can we can also do something else. We can also compare ourselves to others and feel better about ourselves. <laughs> There's always somebody worse than you. You know that. <laughs> it's interesting to note. There was a story about a, a wicked, mean-spirited man by the name of Pat, who died, and as a result, as a result of his injuries sustained in a drunken brawl at the local bar, and um, at the wake, the pastor of of who, the the pastor uh, of the church where Pat's family went to church, he never went, but but his his, his family did. Uh, he took the tough tough task. Of deciding that he would tell, try and tell. We call it a eulogy, but that means nothing to anybody today. Uh, so we'll say the word, tell the story of this person. And he did a reasonably good job, the best he could do. But then at the end of his eulogy, he said, is there anybody who can add to this? And a voice at the back, who nobody could see, yelled out, his brother was worse. <laughs> Yeah, the scripture does not say happy is the one who is not as bad as his brother. The scripture says, as a matter of fact, Psalm 1, says happy is the man or woman, mother or daughter, whoever, who follows, who doesn't follow in the counsel of those who are wicked. I remember a number of years ago, uh, I was at a Jewish a funeral it was all done in English incidentally this man who was the person being uh, being commemorated was Bob Mendelssohn Mendelssohn was a man who I've admired he actually uh, did a lot of the translating uh, for um, the into the Jewish language and uh, as a result the whole Torah or the Old Testament uh, of the Bible, whole, whole part of the book of the Bible was actually done into the original language by him in its, in its completeness. So he's a very intelligent but he was also a good man, he was a kind man. And uh, so the rabbi read the words of Psalm 1, and, uh, and the, the man was so much admired by, by me and, and many others. The reality is that he decided that he was going to live a life that was absolutely perfect. Folks, he came pretty close. He was a man who knew how to respond to everyone he came into contact with. But here's the the nuts and bolts of it. One time he was asked by the School of Theology in Toronto, he was asked, why in the world was he so gung-ho on getting it right? And he said, well, <laughs> the reason I want it right is because you might as well do something right as do something wrong. Never forgot that, actually. Might as well do something right as do something wrong. Dr. Robert Mendelssohn was recognized as a As one of the finest, he lived a life that was exemplary. I want to close with this because all of us have a responsibility to understand that character is is a, a part of our reputation. Reputation is what we're supposed to be, but character is what you are. Reputation is the photographer, character is the face. (laughs) Reputation comes over one from from without, but character grows from within us. (laughs) Reputation is the basis of the temporal judgment of people, character is the basis of the eternal judgment of God. And William Forney once said, character is the tree and reputation is the shadow it casts. Think of as we listen to some more good music. Thank you, Frida, for your music. Uh, at this time, we're going to give you the opportunity for each one of you to worship the Lord with your tithes and gifts and offerings. And I understand Harvey Jackson and uh, Grant McFarlane are going to play a, a duet while that's happening. And so uh, the Lord bless you as you give.
2: The poem begins. Um, a very uh, uh, significant gentleman in New York State, and uh, it's called the Ashokan Farewell, and uh, it's one of the most beautiful waltzes that uh, I've ever heard. I'll change positions with you, uh, Grant, in case my memory. send the PFT.
1: stand together and receive the offering as a people of God. Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks for your generosity and the generosity of your people. After all, every good and perfect gift comes from above, from our Father. And we ask you now to bless every gift and every giver and use both to the ongoing work of your kingdom, both here at home and around the world. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. This time we're going to have Bill the Quidditch come. You. That is good music. Our closing uh, song will be "It Is No Secret what God Can Do," and it's actually written in your. All the words are in your bulletin. So, it is no secret what God can do. We will stand to sing it. Oops. A solo from Harvey, but just before he comes, or he can be coming while I'm talking. I want to thank um, Joyce. Where is there? You are Joyce for your good work having put this all together. Thank you very much. For the guys, I I think uh, Dave and maybe Tom uh, got this bull uh, this uh, pulpit, which weighs more than any five of us. Uh, down to the main floor. Uh, I actually like this layout so much. Should have the, all the elders sitting up there.
4: <laughs>
1: and me down here. Uh, and uh, also uh, uh, Elaine for the bulletin, thank you so much for your good work. It's extra work when you have to put the words in. And uh, uh, the fact remains that, I forget which one it is, I think it's the second one, it is no secret, Uh, Not in every hymn book, as she learned. (laughs) So uh, thank you very much. And then, uh, of course, I think the uh, people who did the music today ought to get a real round of applause for their good work. Thank you so much. So uh, I'm going to uh, give the invitation to lunch. And bless the food, and then Harvey's going to come up and play the uh, the uh, special music number four. He's going to be doing, I believe, It Is No Secret, right? Amazing grace. Oh, Amazing Grace. Yes, yes, sorry. I'm going to ask you to sit down before we do, and uh, let him play a song. Come on up, Harvey. And then I will give the thanks for the food and the benediction. Thank you, Harvey. Stand with me as we close the service. As you uh, do go, at the back on the table is our daily bread for September, October, November. And uh, then the next one, of course, will be Christmas and it'll be here before we know it. Uh, So uh, pick one up on your way out if you don't have yours yet. You're all invited for lunch. I think I said that, but we'll say it again. And let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for bringing us together in music. We thank you for all those that have participated and we ask Lord that as we enjoy a, some food together that have been prepared by so many wonderful people, we ask now that you'd make this food of nourishment to our bodies and be with us as we enjoyed this fellowship together. <clears throat> May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God. And fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit rest on each one of your lives now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon, and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.